Hi there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast with Denise Alvarez. I am your host, Denise Alvarez, and I'm so glad you are here with me today. So for the next few weeks, we are still talking about some website questions that come up when I talk to clients about their website. And in case you're wondering why, it's because we are getting ready for 2021, which means it's the perfect time for you to think about your online presence. And if you're not thinking about it just yet, maybe what we're covering here on the podcast will help you get there. So this is going to be another one of those episodes you'll want to save and come back to because we are talking about questions to ask before you hire someone to build your website. Now, as I said, my name is Denise Alvarez, and in case we're new friends, through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I help horse business owners like you create and implement an effective website marketing strategy. My goal is to help you build a sustainable horse business so that you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. Now, I get that not everybody loves or gets excited about marketing, and you might even be here listening a little bit begrudgingly, maybe, and not sure of marketing yourself. But that's why I'm here. That's why I created this podcast. I want to give you a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos to help you not just see what's possible for your business, but I want to help guide you through that process so you can actually make it happen. So today, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to help guide you through the process of getting ready to pick out your website designer. You're going to hear the seven questions you should be asking before you make a hiring decision. Now, truly, your website may be one of the most important investments that you make in your business if you do it right. So I am super excited to have you here for this episode. Now, before you keep on listening, make sure you've listened to episode number 10 because we covered the 10 website terms that every business owner should know or at least have a basic understanding of. And before you get on the phone or email with a designer, you should really at least have these website terms printed out in front of you for easy reference for that conversation. And then you'll be about ready to hire someone. But the question is, who are you going to hire? Most likely, you'll need someone who can design your website for you. Now, you also might need a copywriter, which is of course, someone that writes the copy or the words on your website, or maybe you're looking for a lead generation specialist, someone who's really going to dive in and help you get the leads and the sales that you need from your website. Or maybe you're looking for someone who does all of the above. But today, for the sake of simplicity, we are just talking about website designers. Now, before you go out and hire the first website designer that you can find, or for some of you, maybe it's the friend of a friend of a friend that said, oh, I know someone that does websites, Uh, take a few minutes, get to know that person and see if it's a fit. Think of this as the equivalent of your equine pre-purchase exam. I know you know what I mean. Just like you'd look over a horse with a specific set of criteria in mind before buying him or her. There are some things that you need to know about your website designer before you make that hiring decision. We'll actually break this down into two parts today, because before you ask your potential website designer any questions, you need to ask yourself a few key questions first. Why, you might be saying? Because you need to be clear about what you want and need from your website before you start the conversation with a designer or developer. If you don't know what you want out of your website, then you're likely going to spend, well, actually probably waste some time asking irrelevant questions 
and maybe even get a website built that doesn't do what you were hoping it would do. So first, I want you to ask yourself these questions before you start talking with someone to build your website. So go ahead, grab a pen and paper, your favorite notes app, whatever it might be, and jot down your answers to these questions. Now, of course, don't forget, or maybe you don't know because we're new friends, you can get the show notes over at stormlilymarketing.com slash 11 for this episode because we're on episode number 11, and I will list out these questions for you over there. So do not worry. Don't try to write feverishly. I've got you covered. Okay, so let's look at first the seven questions you're going to ask yourself before hiring a website designer. And then we'll talk a little bit deeper about the questions that you want to ask the designer before you hire. All right, so ask yourself, what is my main reason for getting a website? What do you want out of it? Okay, number two, am I going to write all of the words for my website or will I be hiring that out? Now, of course, we talked about that a little bit on episode number 10. Okay, question number three, how will I go about collecting email addresses or leads on my website? What's my opt-in going to be? Number four, do I plan to have a blog on my website? Number five, will I be selling anything on my website? Am I going to need e-commerce, for example? That's what they're going to ask you. Number six, will I need to make ongoing updates to my website, such as horses for sale or horses available for breeding, that type of thing? And question number seven to ask yourself is, what requests or needs do I have for my site that might be unique to my business? Okay, now that you've got a better picture in your mind of what you're looking for, you're ready to have a much more productive conversation with your potential website designer. So let's jump into those questions. Here are the seven questions you should ask your web designer before you make a hiring decision. Question number one, are you a website designer or developer? Now here's why you should ask this question. There's really a difference between a designer and a developer. The easiest way to think about this is the designer is typically concerned with what you'd expect from any kind of designer the visual look and feel and navigation of your site. While typically the developer is the one doing some custom coding to get a unique functionality in place. Now, both designers and developers also usually help with backend setup, but not always, so make sure you check with that as well. With the many website templates available nowadays, most small business owners hire a designer, and then if they need help with something specific or custom, then they or the designer will contract with a developer. Now again, we're just speaking simplistically here. Obviously, there might be some other scenarios, but this gives you a basic idea of why you need to ask this question. All right, question number two. Can you share links to three projects you've completed and tell me about your role in each one? Now, here's why you should ask this question or your own variation of it. Every website designer has a different style and expertise. So you want to be sure that what they do matches what you're looking for on your own website. Plus, if they don't have any recent website projects that they can share, then you might want to inquire. It doesn't mean that's a big fat red light, but just ask, have they been out of the loop for a while? Maybe there are reasons people aren't hiring them. I would not call no recent projects a reason not to hire someone, but again, it's something to ask about. All right, question number three. 
If I hire you for my website, what's the timeline and what does the design process look like? Here's why you should ask this question. First of all, you want to avoid any assumptions that as soon as you say you'd like to hire them, they're immediately going to start working on your project. Most designers are working on more than one website project at a time, so just be sure to ask when they're going to be starting as well as their expected finish date. And then, of course, find out what will happen in between those dates in terms of how you're going to communicate and how often they'll send you updates. What do they need from you to get started, for example? The more you're on the same page ahead of time, the better the experience is going to be for both of you. Your website really is a big deal and it's exciting. So you want it to be a fun and exciting experience as much as possible. Now, question number four is how many revisions are included in your fee? You should ask this question because ideally you will get on the same page before actual design is presented. So there's no surprises. This is where your preparation and your notes on the question I provided specifically are going to come into play. At the same time, almost no website or design project is 100% the way you want it on the first try. So slight variations and edits are to be expected. But as you can imagine, overhauls and major revisions require more time from the designer. So that's why most designers have a maximum number of revisions they'll do. And once you reach that max, they're most likely going to charge a predetermined hourly rate. Now, for some perspective, with my clients, I'll typically do up to three revisions. But at the same time, part of working with me is that you receive basic training on your own website platform. So when it comes to minor copy edits and tweaks, then my clients can easily make those updates to their own website when we're finished. So I advise clients to focus more on the major elements of the site when it comes to revisions. All right, number five, if custom imagery or design is going to be needed, will I get all of the original art files? Now, you should ask this question because you should not assume. Nearly all designers will provide you with the original art files for any custom imagery or design that was needed for your project, but there are no guarantees, so get that settled up front. That way, later on when you ask for the files, there are no surprises. Now, you might be thinking, Denise, I really don't need those art files. I'm not a designer. However, a few months or years down the road, you might hire someone else or you might hire a graphic designer that's doing something in print, for example, and you want what they create for you to match the look and the feel of your own website. That's going to be much easier for them if you can share your original artwork. So that's why that matters. Okay, friends, we're almost done. We are at question number six that you want to ask before you hire someone to build your website for you. The sixth question is, my website goals are blank, blank, blank. Insert your website goals here. And then you're going to ask, how will your expertise help me get those goals? How will you help me meet the goals for my website? Each designer has their own specialties and each website owner has specific goals for their site and their business. So you need to know if your designer's expertise matches what you want for your website. If you're working with a designer who is mostly all about search engine optimization, but doesn't really know much about generating leads from a website or collecting email addresses, and that's something that's important to you, then you need to have that conversation up front. Now, this doesn't mean you would never hire that person. 
But having the conversation first lets you know if they can help you meet your website goals or not. So that's why you want to ask this question. Okay, the last question is this. Ask them if they will handle future updates to your site or if they'll be training you to do that or how that's going to work essentially. What happens when they hand over the reins, so to speak? Now, I hinted at this a little bit in a previous question about revisions, but it's important to know what's going to happen when that time comes. Will you receive any training? Are you the one that's going to be trained or is someone else on your team going to handle website updates for you? Now, the great thing about using a hosted platform like Wix or Squarespace is that less overall website maintenance is going to be required on your part compared to, say, the self-hosted WordPress site that has plugin updates and security updates and backups, that type of thing. But either way, you're going to need to know how to do basic things like publish a new blog post, reply to contact forms, maybe you want to change out a picture or a paragraph later on. Now, of course, as you talk about these specific questions, other questions might naturally come up that's going to give you even more insight to working with this person or this potential designer. But these questions here are what I would call the biggies. As in, don't hire someone until you've got the answer to these questions in some form or another. Okay, friends, you've got it. From episode number 10, you've got your basic website terms. From this one, episode number 11, you've got the questions that you want to ask before you hire someone to build your website. So I think you are ready to start those pre-purchase conversations and get the ball rolling for your website. Now, if after hearing these questions, you're thinking, okay, I think I can do this. I think I can take the next step. Well, I want to make sure you know that in the month of December, you can save 20% off of any of my one-page website packages. So if you're thinking, Denise, I'd like to, but December is halfway gone and I just don't know if I can do it. Let me let you know that we just need to have that conversation now. So if we get everything set up and ready, but you're not really ready, ready to do it until January, then that's fine. I will still give you the discount. The discount is for getting that spot secured, getting your website spot secured with me. So if a one-page website interests you and you're thinking, well, I'm not really sure what that looks like or what that would look like for my business, I've got a sample for you. If you go over to stormlilymarketing.com slash sale, you'll find the information there on this particular December sale, and you'll also find a link to view a sample one-page website and get a look at what that would look like for your own business. Now, if you don't have one yet and you've been waiting for the right time, I hope that you'll check this out because this could be a really good toe in the water for you when it comes to your website. Okay, one other thing is I've got a free website checklist for you. This checklist is going to give you the four key elements that every equine website should include. So whether you work with me for your website or you work with someone else, and that's great too, this guide is going to help you get the website of your dream. So you're going to want to have it nearby. Head over to stormlilymarketing.com slash checklist to get your free checklist. And of course, I'll have these links for you at the show notes where I told you I'll also have these questions listed out and you can get over there at stormlilymarketing.com slash 11 for episode number 11. And you can also sign up there to get a weekly email where I will let you know that a new episode is up because I hope that we can continue to hang out into 2021. So if you have not subscribed yet, be sure you do that because you'll also get notified there about a new episode too. 
Okay, friends, I am so glad you joined me here. I hope it's been helpful to you. I hope that you're feeling confident and empowered when it comes to marketing your horse business. And as we move into 2021, if you've got questions that you would love for me to answer here on the podcast, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for joining me here. 